there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one sonorous page of Talmud each day. Before we go on and read from the Talmud, though, I want you to listen to this. This, my friends, is just another random day on another random street in the town where I live, New York City. It is, no surprises here, a pretty noisy place. Okay, a really noisy place. How noisy? The Environmental Protection Agency considers 70 decibels to be harmful. The average level of noise you're exposed to when you go out to dinner in New York is about 90 decibels, which, considering the way decibels work, means it's many, 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 many times more than the utmost upper limit of what is considered safe. The street isn't much better. Regular measurements on the Upper West Side where I live put the noise level at about 80 decibels, which means that even just spending an hour or so walking up and down the neighborhood is enough to give you permanent hearing loss. What can you do about it? Not much, as it turns out. You can have all sorts of ordinances and regulations governing, say, how loud you're allowed to be in your apartment or when you should stop playing that boombox. But put a lot of people on a really small island, and it's going to get pretty noisy pretty quickly. The rabbis understood this dilemma very well. On today's page of Talmud, Kiddushin 24, they discuss the various ways in which an employer could physically harm a slave and what these various injuries mean. And then, methodical as ever, they alight on the problem of noise. What happens if you're just very loud? Is that considered a form of injury? Here's the fascinating answer to this discussion. Rav Ashi said to him, A person is different, as since he is mentally competent, it is he who frightened himself. It was not the physical sound that caused the damage, but the slave's subjective fear, which is not a direct result of the action, as it is taught in a baraita, that injury can result from being frightened. One who frightens another and causes him injury is exempt according to human laws, but liable according to the laws of heaven. How so? If one shouted into another's ear and deafened him, he is exempt. But if he held him and shouted into his ear and deafened him, he is liable according to human laws as well as he took physical hold of him. Once he physically took hold of him, he is liable for all the resultant damage. Wow! A person who shouts in your ear and causes you some deafness and a good fright is exempt according to the laws of man. It's not like he physically injured you after all, but liable according to the laws of heaven. Why this distinction? Because the rabbis understood just how terrible, horrible, absolutely no good, loud noise is for the human brain, heart, and soul. When we hear a loud noise, a part in our brain called the amygdala sends a distress signal, and then all sorts of potentially bad things happen. Our endocrine system can overreact and flood our bodies with cortisol, adrenaline, and other chemicals. Our sympathetic nervous system can quicken our heart rate and raise our blood pressure. And if this happens often enough, studies find that we're more likely to experience inflammation, hypertension, and other causes that are very detrimental to our health. 
The rabbis may not have understood the precise scientific intricacies of this question, but they understood without a doubt that too much noise can kill you. Sadly, if you live in New York or Boston or L.A. or Chicago or any other big city where the decibels rise and rise and rise, there's little you could do to keep the impact of noise at bay. But we're still in the month of Elul, the Jewish month of introspection leading up to the high holidays. So let's try and find at least 10 minutes of absolute quiet each day. Maybe there's some spot you can find. Maybe an out-of-the-way park or a meditation room in your local JCC where you could just sit for five or ten minutes with no phone or anything else that beeps and just quietly reflect. This quiet may not count for much by the laws of men, but your soul, forever attuned to the kingdom of heaven, will thank you for it. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts and get your Take One t-shirts and mugs at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Rusquet, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnik, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one. Subscribe to our newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter or email us at take one at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at take one dafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.